Welcome to At Home with Kelly and Tiffany, where naturally-minded women gather together as we pursue simplicity and confidence in health alternatives so we can show up better in our busy lives and feel more at home in our bodies. Join your favorite home birth midwife duo for conversation, candor, and community. You're at home with Kelly and Tiffany. I am Kelly. And I am Tiffany. I notice that you always say you're home with Kelly and Tiffany. That's because it's the name of the podcast. But like you say it and then I say, hi, I'm Kelly. Do you want to switch it up a little bit? I don't know. That sounds like a lot of pressure though. Why don't you introduce the podcast? Hi, I'm Kelly of your favorite podcast at home with Kelly and Tiffany. And I'm Tiffany. Okay. Now we're here. (laughs) Great. Maybe they didn't know what they were listening to. Um, maybe not. Maybe they thought they clicked some something else, and so then they're killing me. Sound nice? Listen to them. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay, friends. We are in a deep dive into hormone land. It's beautiful here. So so confusing and inflammatory. <laughs> feel right at home. I'm excited to talk about this topic in particular. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I've grown a lot in my like love and appreciation for it yeah i mean a detox is a buzzword that i hate yeah we have to use a lot of buzzwords around here so that people know what we're talking about yeah because i'm like oh yeah yeah that i have context for that thing. yeah yes um but we want you to know that there's some semantics involved ladies you know and we're gonna get we're gonna get down to it and we are uh, a few of qualms with some of the words we use take it up with somebody else <laughs> go listen to another podcast but don't uh, give us anything less than a five-star review. So hospitable around here. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> if you like us, you can stay. <laughs> you know, at the end of last year, I introduced a segment called the Music Challenge. I do remember that. Do you remember? Yeah, that was my favorite episode. Okay, so. Because you chose, I think you really thought that you were going to, like, stump for me. And I maybe. didn't at all. No. No, it was actually, I, I was amazed. That you caught it so quickly. Yep. But I should have known because we just heard that song. It was probably still stuck in your head. It was a whole experience we had with the song. Yeah. At a piano bar. It was great. This time I really got you. Okay. I just want you to know. Okay, listeners, we shall see about this. Okay. I'm feeling a little stressed. Good. In hormone land. Yeah, you, not good. You might have excess hormones that you need to detox after <laughs> this. We'll do an experiment <laughs> on you. Probably. Okay, here it comes. I'm doing this tonight. You're probably going to start a fight. I know this can't be right. Okay, baby. Come on. I love you endlessly. And And you you weren't there for me. So So now it's time to leave. And make it alone. Come on. I know. No, said I can't take no more. It ain't no lie. Baby, bye. I was it's really confusing when it's slow. <laughs> I want to see you out that door, baby. Bye, bye, bye. All right. You got yeah. it. You got it. I knew it from like the second line. Yeah. And I you was did? Like, this is how oh, I like so good. it. I could sing it. You're my little musical genius. Yeah, I am. You're good at this. That's why this is what this yes, is. Yes, I do fun enjoy for me. Um, lyrical. I have a mind for lyrical memorization. In high school and college, how I passed all of my tests that I, on information I didn't understand, I turned it into a song. And, and then, then when I, as I was taking my test, I was like, crap, sing it in my head. Yeah. 
proud of you. So good. One of my favorite quarantine facts. <laughs> I'll leave one. <laughs> my only yeah. quarantine fact that I like yes. um, was you took the time during quarantine to learn the bye-bye, the bye-bye song yep. bye-bye. dance. The bye-bye-bye dance. Yeah. The bye-bye-bye yes. song dance. So good. But there are some great YouTubes out there. If you too would like to learn the Bye 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 song dance, you will feel really good about yourself. You will to what? Ah, here we go. Yep. Okay. You, okay. 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 my segue into what we're talking about. The learning the Bye 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 dance song will make you sweat, which is a particular detox pathway. Dance. It will decrease your stress. It's great. Yep. The only dance that will make you sweat and detox hormones. Bye Bye Bye. You'll feel a lot of hormones watching the whatever 2001 video. Justin's got his curly fro. Oh, yes. It's, so it's just all frosted tip. Oh, good. I think Chris Kirkpatrick might even have his braids in. Oh, like, yeah. It, those are crazy times. So a lot of the detox concepts lead to body drainage. That yes. doesn't invoke some yes. beautiful thoughts. And I was thinking, wow, I mean, the things that we're going to tell women to do completely natural and normal and great but has you paying attention to a lot of body fluid true and i was just thinking of how our job as home birth midwives we end up interacting with a lot of body fluid give me one one top memory of body fluid interaction at a birth that you have had oh i thought we were going to talk about our own body fluids or weird things and i was like no i don't want to do that let's something else Oh, can I talk about barf? Yep. Is that acceptable? It can be a it can be a drainage passage if you're like really needing detox immediately. Uh, I mean, I got barfed on when I was in my first trimester of my last pregnancy, and then I smiled at her and turned around and dry heaved for the next like five minutes and I couldn't move. And I'm just sitting there in front of her dry heaving. Oh, that was a really compassionate response. <laughs> Something about kind of being disgusting. pregnant. Like, I was totally fine with, like, body foods generally don't bother yes. me. I'm like, oh, I mean, yep. it kind of smells like poop in here, but whatever. Let's right. open the window, spray some oil. Pregnancy body fluid smell. Is it is overwhelming. Lot. Oh, and actually how I found out, or how I was like, oh, I wasn't pregnant. I was out of birth. I was prepping the placenta afterwards and, like, looking at it, whatever, and putting it away. And I was like this is the most disgusting smell I've ever, like, this can't be good. Something's wrong, right? The midwife I was training with was like, smells like a placenta. You were like, I was like, are you pregnant? I was like, no. Silly. I don't know why I'm interested to hear yours. Do you have one to share? Okay, so I remember birth that we were at together. (laughs) Where it was, the birth was moving really quickly and it was a great, beautiful birth. Everything was fine about it and they loved Uh it. But you somehow had poop on the bottom of your foot. (laughs) Yep. You were kicking something off your foot while you were like straddling somebody's birth tub. Yes. Because their baby was actually coming out. Yes. And you couldn't figure out what was on your foot. Yeah. So like I stepped in something and I was like, oh, I see something dark. It was dark. It was super dark. (laughs) The room was super dark. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. And then I saw something dark on my foot and I was like, what did I step in? And then so, I'm, you know, the thing that you do to like try to get something off is like, you're just shake it. Yeah, shake it. And I realized, maybe it was you who realized it first. And I was like, well, 
I can't wipe it off. I can't pay attention. So I sat. You already had gloves on by then. I sat with uh, my poop foot while her baby was born. I, I think I wiped some of it. Probably. I got the piece that you fling at me on the floor. It was specifically at you. Yeah. Yeah. Tiffany never helps with anything. I'm doing all the Throwing work again. Like a monkey. Joy. Our job is great. So good. Yeah. Sometimes people are like, I don't know how you do it. And I'm like, it does take a special kind of person. <laughs> I do see that. Because that's a fond memory. Yes. No, it it's does not. Right? Yeah, I'm, like, not, I'm, I'm not like mortified. Nope. I'm, I'm not like, I can't be a midwife anymore because nope. it's disgusting. So no, I, I loved it. I mean, there's even, there's much, been some disgusting. I had somebody's water break and it splashed into my eye. And then oh. I was like, mm, well, I have your lab work. <laughs> I think we're all okay. I don't know. I was fine. Yeah, and she had a baby. She had a baby and I can still, I still have my eyesight. <laughs> so far. Ah, Joy, that's an episode in and of itself. Yes, it is. Disgusting yep. things at a birth. But we're going to talk about disgusting things that you can get out of your body. Mm-hmm. As we dive into that. How about this concept, my friends? How about it? Okay. What if somehow, some way, I don't know, some of the information and education that you've received here on the show, for example, you decrease what your body has to process and detoxify? Yes, yes, yes. What if there was a way to not have to so violently try to get this stuff out of your body? Yeah, that'd be nice. We talked about endocrine disruptors in episode 96 of nourishing your hormones. And so, yeah, that's a great one for ladies to hop back to and how our environment could potentially play into how hormones are metabolized in our body. But your body is already in a state of wellness. It is already an efficient detoxer. I mean, that's what it, that's like how it was designed. Yeah. To intake and the detox absolutely but there's only so much that one poor body can possibly well it's, i mean especially if like you look at all of the things that can impact that right we're talking about disruptors and we're talking about food that we eat like i mean we're just kind of and the stress that we have and all of these things compounding on itself that your body's like well i can only detox so much yeah i'm really trying here and then stuff starts to build up and potentially we're not even nourishing those drainage pathway initiators that are able to even recognize, convert, and remove those toxins that need to come out of your body. And so a lot of us in that dysfunctional pattern Mm -hmm. end up not being able to utilize our detox systems and a lot of disease and dis-ease stem from that piece is that we're just kind of like walking around holding on to a lot of things that are keeping us absolutely absolutely so it kind of reminds me of she's younger and having had too much to drink waking up and being like or even now like if i just have two if i have like two glasses of wine that has too much sugar in it right and i'm like not my body's like you really pushed at me too hard and i'm making you pay the price now and when i actually go ahead and to do something whether it's like sweating it out or something and my body's like that really helped me take the edge off of like that terrible thing that you did to me last night. Yeah, absolutely. And I kind of have to be like, okay, sorry. I'll better choice next time. Yeah. Well, and how come, I mean, so, I mean, you brought up alcohol, which is a great, in my life is a great example because I look at the types of hangovers that I had in my early twenties versus now going into my late thirties. I'm like, 
well, I just can't have half a glass of <laughs> white wine. It's turned out that won't do it. Right. Or I can't have a white wine and then later in the evening have a red one. Yeah. I turned it out <laughs> like that. That's in the work either. Right. It's getting, so yeah, yeah, something about the how our body ages and it yeah. has an accumulation of optimal function. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Plays into it also. For sure. Right. That's a real thing. Yeah. I've recently discovered, and I'll share this with podcast people, whenever I drink wine, even if it's a half a glass, I cannot sleep. No matter what I do to like, you know, balance my blood sugar or whatever before I know for sure I'm like, I'm gonna be up for like two and a half hours. Yes, your body does not like it. My body does not like it. And for a long time, I was like, well, you're just going to, body, you're just going to deal with it. I love it. I like it. I like the taste of it. But Tiffany's kept me on the straight and narrow. Well, I mean, aren't you glad our podcast isn't called Wine and Gyne anymore? Yes, because I would be like, well, I got some Gyne information. Hell is your wine? Yeah. I'll drink yours. Oh, yeah. Uh, box it up tomorrow would not be on brand no for us but yeah i mean i've seen wine do some bad things to you yeah for curious it's very strange of and your body doesn't like it and i refuse to drink wine with you i love you still we'll drink lots of other stuff there's so many have to be limited with wine okay what your body already knows how to do is detox let's decrease that toxic load with a couple of ideas Yes. Things that you eat, things that you put on your skin, the air that you breathe. In particular, somebody I was chatting with on Instagram was talking about how they go to Airbnbs every so often, like for work, whatever. And she was, dude, you have no idea how many people put Glade plugins when you walk in and you're just like, okay, I can unplug it. But now, like, you know, if you're not used to, like, you can smell it everywhere. And those things research has shown are terrible for our system for a lot of reasons, including our hormones. And I'm like something as simple as like the air that you breathe or the you put your head down on a pillow that has been exposed to that or what kind of laundry, whatever. I'm like, oh, man. I can see how it can drive somebody into neurosis, but also how important it is to be like, well, the places that I have control over step by step, I'm going to make this one particular change and that can only serve as a snowball to the next thing yeah artificial fragrance in general is just trash actual yeah yeah one of, the, one of the hardest things i love the concept of nose breathing yes also mm-hmm. for decreasing toxin load and that's a rabbit hole that we cannot go down no nope. if somebody wants to learn more about that what resource would you send them to so everybody has a favorite holistic dentist they follow on instagram don't they but at ask the dentist my favorite site or like favorite source of information all about oral health in general and how that impacts digestion and gut health and hormones in general but he taught me a lot about nose breathing mouth taping like i got down some serious rabbit holes that have actually changed the way that i breathe which is crazy. Yeah, it's exciting. I have oral restrictions that you may know, listener, no Tiffany knows, like what that can do for how you eat, how your tongue moves, how you breathe, how your mouth is situated, all of that. And so it's been kind of fun to realize like how that's actually impacted my life as an adult. And even though it's insane, like I don't have things that other people have. I'm like, oh, this is really fascinating to me that I needed to learn how to breathe through <laughs> 
and cool that you yeah. were willing to do it and saw a result. Yeah, proud of you. Sleep is another big aspect mm-hmm. of helping your body detox efficiently because you having your cells recovered and being in optimal function actually what is going to be transporting yep. those things. And your your liver is one of your biggest detox organs that works really closely with your kidneys. And those have specific really active regenerating times overnight yep i think the liver's like 11 to 1 and kidneys like 2 to 4 or something like that right that just in circadian rhythm your body's like this is this really deep sleep that i'm gonna take advantage of doing the good hard work of recovery every night and that's actually one of our favorite things to harp on to talk about we love not only just love sleeping but love to talk about how important sleep actually is especially in our culture that's like well we'll just stay up late and get this like hustle stuff done and the thing to get tossed out the window is sleep yeah i'm working on a circadian rhythm yes in the future so we'll eventually get to that in the next couple months love it pack that for everybody who wishes that they never knew about that and they'll have to know We'll tell them stuff. We'll tell you stuff. Know. And you, you may, yeah, you may not want to know, but then you listen and then you're like, well, I'll try it. And then you're like, what have you got? Another thing you can do to keep your detox need lower is be aware of your stress. Yes. But I think people- everybody's like, I know I'm stressed or there is stress or whatever. But recognizing how important it is to start some systems or some rhythms that actually help you that stress. Because we can't tell you, just get rid of all the stress. Like, that's garbage if somebody says, like, just decrease your stress. Duh. That's easy, right? Easy for you to say. Or like, oh, that job stresses you out? Quit. I'm like, well, maybe. You know what would be more stressful? <laughs> Not being no money. No. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> yeah, but recognizing that your body is going to deal with the stress and the inflammatory process that stress causes yes. as a parasympathetic pathetic neurological yeah. response before it goes to this secondary yes. task of detoxing yeah. right and quick side note too not just stressful like situations or relationships also like working out way too hard and undernourishing yourself or not sleeping enough or all those things your body's like oh, actually this feels very stressful even if you're like actually, i feel great because i'm working out for two hours every day and i'm only eating this whatever i'm sure you don't feel great doing that. but your body is stressed in those situations even if it's necessarily painting is like, this is stressful. That's my entire life. So thank you for <laughs> bringing that up. And that's the end of this episode. All right, I'll talk to you guys next time. Okay, so we so we want to decrease whenever possible yep. what our body actually has to process. The point of the detox is that your body just can't use the thing. It's either going to harm you yes. or cannot use it. And so it doesn't belong there. Your body wants to get it out. Or potentially like estrogen or something, right? Like it belongs there, but now it's just building up and accumulating. And it's like, now I'm dominating the situation and I'm messing everything up because I can't get out. Okay, so what what we're going to talk about is drainage pathways. And this is the way that the body is able to excrete toxins. So detox can 
happen when these pathways are open. Yep. And for a lot of people, it's a pathway problem, not necessarily a detox problem. So potentially your detox system is working well, but it just doesn't have yeah. an efficient drainage pathway. pathway. And so I have four main drainage pathways that we're going to talk about today. The first one is your colon. The colon. I like talking about pooping. Yeah, I think it's really important. I think that it's uncomfortable for many people to talk about, and I can't tell you, but you know, well, I can tell you, can't tell you, listener, how many people we've had in our office who, when we talk about poop, very shy, don't want to answer it, or in particular, their husbands, if they're there with them, they're like, Ugh. my wife doesn't poop. No, she's a poop girl, right? Yeah, you <laughs> yeah. don't do that, do you, babe? But what a massive sign of health that is, and it can go so many different ways too much of it not enough of it we had a client last year who we were working on some constipation stuff with which is fairly common in pregnancy yeah. but if you have a little bit of constipation before you get pregnant sometimes yeah. pregnancy can just make it so wacky and she coined her poop her poop project something what was it well it was a oh it was a word that i what, wait. Yeah, I think we're thinking of the same thing. I just remembered it. Yeah. shit yeah. <laughs> Here's an update on my shit <laughs> In an email, she had said that. <laughs> so great. As if, like, this is what everybody calls it, right? Yeah, of course. Great. But yes, poop in particular, the colon, it wants to get rid of some of these things, ways to help that. We touch on almost always about the importance of gut health. Like, that's going to be a heavy hitter for your your own shit. She, she, women should be pooping at minimum once per day. Yes. And it should feel like a one setting complete movement once a day. Yes. It's totally normal and fine to have good formed stools two, three, sometimes four yeah. times a day if yeah. that's normal for you. But if you are pooping less than once a day and you're dealing with some imbalance issues with your hormones, these are related. Yeah. They are absolutely related. So how do we poop? How do we poop more? How do we keep our poop drainage open? Everybody probably knows fiber, fibrous food in particular are going to be super helpful. We really like digestive enzymes too for people in this situation. Magnesium is always a helpful one to kind of move things along. But in general, it kind of, again, it just comes back to gut health, I think. There also sometimes can be like pelvic floor thing. We could go down every rabbit trail there is there, but... Those are probably at the top. Yeah, the hydration. Yeah, I'm throwing there too, which can get hydration gets pretty much into every single yeah pathway that we're going to talk about today. Okay, the second one is liver and gallbladder. Mm -hmm. The liver is like I don't know a filter of some kind. It like it's like a machine. The blood yeah. goes in and it gets cleaned by the liver. The liver sends those toxins in to bile that are then excreted through bowel movements and urine the urine is reliant on the kidneys functioning yeah. well because that is where all of our hydration is filtered yeah. through and there's a really important part of supporting those pieces like we talked about earlier with sleep keeping your yeah, toxic yeah. load down and stuff like that but there's a there's a good amount of liver gentle liver supporting things that even women who are pregnant can do in order to promote liver health what are some of those items that we kind of like toss around for people to mess around with one of the big ones is protein intake yeah probably, and again we're always kind of forked back to like 
food in particular. There's lots of herbs and supplements and whatever, but this one in particular, your protein intake, I would say like assess it for, you know, a couple of days just to see what your baseline is and see where you can more of it. Yeah, your liver is fueled on amino acid. Yeah. So if you are not getting adequate proteins and you're not fueling that main detox system, and I would say women just across the board, not pregnant, not nursing, just chilling with their yeah. uh, hormone imbalances, it's 70 grams a day of protein at minimum. Yeah. And even shooting for a target up to 90 or 100 uh-huh. or if you're right. very active you can yeah you can do much more which is depending on your normal dietary choices can feel like a heavy or like a you know tall hill tall mountain to climb mm-hmm. depending on you know what your normal choices look like so. yeah average woman in our experience who does not pay very close attention to getting protein every single day is probably getting around 30 or 40 grams yeah. so a lot of attention could be made in that department, for sure. For sure. B and D vitamins also. So methylated B in particular, D, always a great addition. Like we find those foods as well, but those are great addition to liver support. There are a million herbs, lifestyle, all of that kind of stuff that can support liver as well. When women are focusing on their hydration in order to optimize these detox and drainage systems what is the amount of water or amount of yeah clear fluid that is it technically like half your weight in ounces is that like the general recommendation yeah and that's like the baseline of what you should be for yeah and i would even go upwards of ounce per pound yeah there's all kinds of fancy calculators online we usually tell people three quart of water or like three liters. Like if I tried to drink that amount, I would be like, I drink water today. Absolutely. Yeah. That's like not enough. Absolutely. Yeah. And chronic dehydration is yeah. a problem that is so much more than detox and, mm-hmm. you know, getting your hormones yep. metabolized and such. The third drainage pathway is skin. Uh, largest organ in the body. I mean, truly, we do not give our skin enough attention, enough no. credit, enough. Well, and we like bombard it with a bunch of crap products a lot of times too. And if it is such a, a drainage pathway, it's happening the other way. Yeah. Right? It is, what is it's it a sponge. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I read something recently that I don't know exactly what it was, but it made an impression on me that like 60% of our environment that we come in contact with, with our skin, we absorb some amount of it in like three seconds of having touched it. Wow. Yeah. Surfing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as you like, think about that. Right. So we want to make sure that there's a lot of going out action. And easiest or the most straightforward way yeah. is sweat. Yes. And so obviously you can get a good sweat on in a lot of different ways. Or like moving your body in certain ways can obviously do that for you. But also a detox app, which we link our freebie in the show notes that we have about how to actually take one of those. That's a great way to help encourage your body to sweat, to work some of that stuff out of that drainage pathway. One of the things that Tiffany and I love is our sauna bags. We have like home little bags that we can actually get into and just get good sweat. And for me, it makes me feel 
so much less inflamed, so much less like puffy, so much happier. I think my skin is really like, yeah, I was able to get rid of a lot right there. Thank you. Or when I'm sick and I get into it, I don't sweat. Like it's the sweatiest that I get when I go to do that. So just an interesting way that my body's like, oh yeah, actually really need to, to get some of this stuff right here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All, all, pretty much all sauna is a great detoxifier. Dry, steam. Yeah. Infrared, all going to activate your drainage pathway through mm-hmm. your skin. When you have a toxic overload in your body, it overflows into your bloodstream. And then now you have that circulating, causing all kinds of problems. Yeah. And it's not able to go through the digestive system the way that like you're. That, yeah. yeah. So the way that you are able to detox in that toxic situation is get your sweat drainage pathways going. You know, you and I both know people who have a really hard time sweating, like a hard time working out to sweat. Even one of my friends was just telling me she got a sauna bag, really working on it. I've been doing it almost every night, like trying to build that up. I was like, that's so fascinating how some bodies are just like wanting to hold on to stuff for a while. And then she texted me this morning and was like, I had my first session where I actually was sweating. I had to like put my baby down, like a shower. It was crazy. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. kind of like taught her body how to sweat. Yeah. Oh, and, I know. I yeah. was, you know, we have a mutual friend at church who had a really similar situation. And mm-hmm. she was like, I know a lot of my chronic inflammation and, you know, stuff is because I can't detox while I don't sweat. Yeah. And I mean, 20 year old Tiffany would have heard that information and been like, how good for you. And I don't have, wow, you're yeah. like less disgusting than everybody <laughs> else. But that should be a really huge red flag for yeah. our listeners. If you have a hard time breaking a sweat, yeah. Or you just do not yeah. sweat easily. That is an issue with that drainage pathway. Mm-hmm. I love the, I mean, you mentioned it, the higher dose sauna bag. Yeah. We can share more information in, in show notes about that. It has absolutely changed everything about my detox routine and encouraged me in the other areas because it's immediate gratification. Yes. I jump in the bag. I can get all of that open yes. and going. And then I don't know why, but then I'm like, let me go take a cold shower right now. Yes, exactly. Let me do some dry brushing. Let me, right? And so I encourage you ladies to pick something that is a quick win so that it can snowball into another another thing. The very last drainage pathway is lymph, your lymphatic system. You have lymph nodes all over your body in key places where mostly it's organ systems kind of coming together, your armpits, your neck your groin. It's a place where fluid from your tissue drains in and through, including how your brain detoxes is through your lymphatic system. We just recently started following somebody on Instagram who's all about lymphatic. You must have started following her because I didn't. And I started and I was like, she's so good. If we think of who she is, let's put her in the show notes too because she has these full on videos on how to open up your lymph passageways, how to know if they're congested or stuck. If you wake up with this or like your puppy around your eye, whatever, I'm like, oh, I'm trying this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So helpful to yeah. have that information because it's it's DIY at home stuff, yes. which of and course we're all about. We love the simple stuff that can get into your hands and into our own hands. Most importantly, and that's why we talk about it because we're like, oh, some of these things are simple, but they can be pretty groundbreaking for sure. Some other things you can do to support your lymphatic drainage is dry brushing, mm-hmm. hot and cold therapy. So yes. like, well, I don't know, people call it 
pull, the polar plunge. Yes. Lots of different ways that you you can do that. Have you ever, uh, what do they call that? When they get the cold, cold Yes. Yeah. So I went to a Korean spa yeah. with one of my preceptors a long time yeah. ago when I was in midwifery school and they had hot and cold yeah. submersion. And I was like, yeah, I'm not sure about that. But I did it. Right. It's uncomfortable. I'm like, yeah. all good things are, I guess. I've done it and I remember being like, you're going to die. Yeah. I know people who love it. Not somebody who loves it. I have been doing the cold shower after the hot sauna. That's about and as much like, as I can do. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> no, that's okay. I'm just in the shower. <laughs> My husband will call and he's like, are you okay? Like, Mostly. Probably. No. Releases endorphins in people's brains the same way that exercise does. So I can yeah. see how certain people could be super susceptible to yeah. that. Absolutely. Good for them. Red light therapy. We talked about infrared a little bit. Love red light therapy. Massage. Yeah. Massage can. I mean, that's one of the reasons that, like, you get a massage and like, make sure you drink a grip of water today. Moved a bunch of stuff around. Yeah, it's great. Rebounding. Yes. We haven't talked about rebounding in a long time. Actually, the first time that I even learned about it was a friend of mine, very young at the time, had breast cancer and she had a bunch of lymphs taken out with her, you know, going through all of her treatment and her. It wasn't a natural It was somebody who was working with her who was, you know, alternative, who was like, do this. So it's like part of her routine because she's like, I actually have to do it for my body, right? What and is it's, it? If it's, no one's ever heard of rebounding before. giving your body the sensation of movement, basically. So what she does, she actually has like a small kind of trim yeah. thing that she's able to, you know, hold on to something. It's almost like, sounds like one of those little, like, you know, little baby trampolines that they hold on to. But she's able to do that, actually feel it. Yeah, so you can jump on something. Birth balls are the perfect thing. Yeah, yeah, it's like so accessible for most moms listening. You can rebound on that. I'm actually like currently just kind of bouncing right now, (laughs) doing it. And then the last thing for lymphatic drainage is deep breathing. Sounds nice. A nice little dry brush, a red light, rebounding. Great. I mean, this is real self care, is what we're talking about. Yes, you do not need to go to a place to uh rebound or dry brush or even have red light be like there um are tons of lots of great ways to bring Mm -hmm. that into your home and of course we will link some of those things and show notes for you guys i know we're we're piquing someone's curiosity on something who's like i have never heard of that what are you talking about yes or like why didn't you include this thing we have Uh, our limitations right there's a million other things that we could have added into different parts of this list okay one of the one of the fastest ways to get some of these pathways going is detox baths yes my favorite freebie of ours for sure so we're bringing it back up to mass distribution (laughs) status it's for everybody uh super simple ways to just use your bathtub at Mm -hmm. home and get some of your sweat going you don't have to buy anything unless you don't have baths then you're gonna that's gonna be really expensive to start doing (laughs) detox baths you have to go to a friend's house to detox okay yes and on the same topic as we kind of dig deeper into different pathways how that impacts our hormones in particular we are still hosting our hormone reset invitation not a challenge that it's is a right fun now. challenge totally in the opposite of challenge no it's it's a ch- it's a challenge challenge invitation it's a chin invitation <laughs> As they say, but that is live. You can sign up for that in the show notes. Even if you already get our um, newsletter and our other emails, this is a particular email set 
that can come straight to you. You'll get a couple emails a week as we work through for a whole month different aspects of hormone balancing, resetting. We'll talk more in different ways about detoxing and really wonderful way to encourage just some balance in your life. And so shifting also some of the symptoms that you might have, assessing your wins and your victories, all that kind of good stuff. It's one of the coolest things we've done this year so far. Hands down. 2023. It's 100%. <laughs> There's pretty much nothing else. <laughs> okay. And then looking forward to next week. Yes. Next week is circadian rhythm. So I probably time in the future. I should probably finish my notes on that one. But again, I feel like so many times I'm like, this is one of my favorite topics. I just love being able to chat about this stuff. It's so fun. Uh, well, it's just practical, yes. foundational. And, you know, yep. of course, that's what we want to bring to you guys is how we can impact your lives with information and really make some cool changes, yes. empower you to like do some good stuff at home for yourself. But don't just keep it for yourself, ladies. No. Yeah, share this episode with somebody that you love who can use some of this um, rooting on in these areas. You know, sometimes I'm like, oh, we like come on this and just kind of like joke around a lot. But like, it's pretty cool when we do episodes that I'm like, yeah, I, I kind of got refired up for some things for my own health. Yeah. Just chatting. We do this podcast mostly <laughs> just to encourage ourselves. It's self-serving. <laughs> and I'm glad that some people take some good things from it. So we did one helpful episode. Episode 101. A 101. We finally made it. We made a really good episode. <laughs> uh -oh, ladies, we'll chat about uh, sleep next week. Bye. Bye.